Casino call in line at 405-329-9000. Sound off on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's time for The Rush with Putkus Award winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. I, I didn't even get to um, event that, you know, and then all of a sudden, well, they're kicking it off. <clears throat> and then, uh, <clears throat> I'm working on this trademark cough. What do you think? Um, it's getting better, too. Um, well, then, <clears throat> we marched it downfield. <laughs> I I thought we could have been closer. Is that real? Oh, yeah. It's 100% real. You didn't see this? Oh, dude. I saw one clip. It's his Mona Lisa. (laughs) Oh, man. Saying a lot. Oh, gosh. The, The Mona Lisa of Flim? Wow. Is he okay? <laughs> oh gosh! Oh, wow! It's amazing. Every time I think now, he's right though. It is getting better. Every cough. time now, you ask me what I thought about that touchdown drive by OU. I'm just gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! That is something. It's not I'm- the lead today, but. We needed some Mike Leach before we get into the crap that we're going to get into today, all right? What are we going to get into today? Why are you guys so convinced that the Vosick kid's not coming to the University of Oklahoma? Because he scrubbed his social media. This is 2022, Teddy. That says it all. Now, what when you say he scrubbed his social media, what does that even mean? So, uh, he took his commitment photo, like his commitment edits... Out yeah. of his Instagram by, or his Instagram page, and I guess anything related to OU whatsoever, uh, it's gone. Wow. Yep. Huh. Well. Okay. I know it so sounds we- dumb, and it is dumb, but this is the way of the world now, and how it works to uh, let people know where you stand. I guess. I guess it's a, a way of giving you a heads up without having to actually uh, go out and do it. So. All right, well, where shall we start today, Tyler? Is this program ever going to play, forget great defense, is this program ever going to play good defense again? Is that going to happen? Yes. Okay. When? Um, well, <laughs> next season at the earliest. I, I, I hope that that's the case because it's just um, – it's just frustrating to watch week in and week out um, this this defense just not be physical. I I, I just I, I don't see any signs of a of a physical defense whatsoever. Yeah. In fact, it's kind of on the reg where they get out physicaled by an opposing team. It's just really disappointing. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um, you know, I. It all goes back to not knowing like what you're doing, not knowing where to line up, not knowing your responsibility. 
I think we've got I think we have good players. I do. I know we've got good players. But we don't we just as a group, we don't know what we are supposed to do and it just paralyzes the entire group. And until we have a better understanding of the defense, until we can get lined up right and understand the adjustments, it's going to be more of the same. You just you, there's no one out there that can unleash any of their athleticism yep. or any of their good qualities because of that. So we're just stuck in this this never-ending cycle of mistakes that are limiting what we could do out there. And I I know it's frustrating. I know the fans are frustrated. I know the players are frustrated. There's nothing worse. I, as mad as you are and as frustrated you are as a fan. I, it's nowhere close to the guys that are out there on the field whenever it's happening, right? So, you know, I, I just, I, I don't know. Don't really know what else to say, honestly, at this point. Well, it's frustrating. I think we can all get there, right? Um, and I'm seeing a lot of frustrated people on the text line today, which is not a shocker, but what I was surprised at, and maybe um, – some other people had a different experience than I did. I know I, sh- I talked to Sean in the postgame show, and he kind of uh, experienced something very similar. But I just um, – I-, I don't know. It was weird walking out of the stadium on Saturday and not feeling the anger that I'm normally used to feeling after a game. I, did- yeah. I-, I-, I didn't feel it walking out of the stadium, and I really didn't feel it in the postgame show until I said, hey, man, the calls have been uh, pretty tame tonight for what I thought that they were going to be. And then they really kicked up the last 30 minutes of the show. But I, I, I don't know what that means, if that is what everyone else felt. Well, I, I think it just means that the expectations for the season were gone uh, that October morning against Texas. All right, and since that point, you know, I, whenever you've got everyone saying that, well, not everyone, when there was a, a large portion of the fan base saying we're not going to make it to a bowl game, uh, you feel like everything after that is just kind of a bonus, and I think that's kind of taken the sting away from the Baylor loss. But, you know, and, and whatever, if, if that's how the fans feel, that's fine, but I know I know that's not like that's not the feeling in the around the football facility, which you know ultimately is the most important thing. The fans have the right and have the ability to you know become disinterested in this season. Right? I I understand that. Where okay, well, whatever. We're not going to the playoff we're not winning the big 12 so whatever on to the next thing i can understand that but that's not the case up in the football offices so i guess when it comes to that i'm not i'm not necessarily worried about it i get it i understand it's like it's not what you want as a program but you know i don't i don't know i guess i don't know what else to say about that (laughs) that's all i have to say about that is <laughs> basically what you mean there. No, I asked on uh, social media earlier today, like, what's the one thing that needs to be accomplished before next season? And, you know, after thinking about it over, I guess, yesterday, really, do they need more talent on the defensive line? 
yeah, that could obviously help. But I feel like the biggest thing they need to accomplish before the start of next season is, man, I, I think more than anything else, I think there needs to be a mentality change over there. And I'm talking about the defensive side of the ball. It just cannot be a program anymore, Teddy, that is totally reliant in a close game for the offense to bail them out. And that's kind of what it feels like. If, if this, game, this team is in a tight game, boy, I hope the offense can bail us out here because defensively we're just going to try to hold on here. You know, like there's no real urgency to make the big play or to come up with the big stop. And, yes, they did that against Iowa State, against a, an offense that's not very good, but the defense had chances to really take a hold of that game on Saturday and were completely unable to do it. And the fact that someone went for it on fourth and one at their own 29-yard line against you, that's about the most disrespectful thing I think you can say to a defense. And what Baylor thought about OU or thinks about OU defensively is pretty clear after going for it from fourth and one at their own 29-yard line in a one-score game. Yeah. Well, if it means anything, and I know it doesn't, that's just how Baylor operates, and it would, they would have done the same thing against anyone else. Um, but I totally understand your point. You know, I think what's interesting is, like, lost in this whole thing is, and I know, like, the, the way it ended with the defense not being able to get a stop whenever they needed it, it you know, really kind of highlights that side of the ball. But I got to tell you, this was not a defensive loss. It was a total team loss. No, there's no doubt about that. Total team. You know, like anytime something decent did happen defensively, we could not take advantage of it. Listen to this is just how the first half went, Tyler. All right, we go down and score. Baylor goes down and score. All right, next series, our offense throws an interception. And the and Baylor gets it on the plus twenty six, right? Deep in our own territory, they get it on the twenty six yard line going in, all right? Right. They score a touchdown. We answer back with the touchdown. Our defense, after we answer back with a touchdown, gets a stop, gets a punt. What do we do? Throw an interception and give Baylor the ball on the plus thirty four. They got on the 34-yard line going in, right? So what happens there? We are able to force a field goal, get a stop. After the offense turns it over deep in our own territory, force a field goal, get a stop. What does the offense do whenever we answer back after that? They turn it over on downs. They turn it over on downs, and Baylor gets the ball again with good field position, right? Yeah. No, I, I actually it's thought just the first one half, thing after another. It, it, we, okay, we get an interception. Okay, but we 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 get it. Defense forces an interception. What happens after that? Throw it right back to him. I mean, throw it right, right back, back to him. Right back to him. <laughs> okay. Right back. The defense forces a punt. After after we throw it right back to him, defense forces a punt. What happens then? We get no points on the final drive going in before halftime after the defense forced a turnover, right? Because of uh, because of 
you know, poor play, penalties, miss a field goal. So I know that there's a ton of finger point going on at the defense, but dude, this is like that's a total loss. Like if you look at the game, just that's just the first half. Second no. half is the exact same. No, thing. no, it, it's a fair point. I mean, if you want to talk about the biggest plays of the game, let's start with the missed fourth and one in the Wildcat with Marcus Major. Which there I don't, you go. I don't love Marcus Major in the Wildcat on that spot, but that's a different conversation for later on in the show, whatever. Like, the two biggest plays of the game to me might be the missed fourth and one in the Wildcats and then the missed field goal, which I'm not going to hammer Zach Schmidt at all. He should be kicking a 40-yarder instead of a 55-yarder. And my guess is that he probably makes the 40-yarder where he just missed the 55-yarder. Yeah, he should be kicking an extra point. You know? Yeah. So yeah, a total team loss. I'm down. I'm totally down for that. Yeah, three turnovers, the turnover on downs, and you cost yourself three points right before halftime. Absolutely, no doubt. Yeah. So and and I get it. Like, and I totally agree on the. It's not like I'm sitting here trying to say that the defense is fine. It's not what I'm saying. Just like. There, there's plenty of blame to go around. It's not just on the defensive side. Not just on the defensive side. So, what does that mean? Does that make anyone feel any better? I don't no, think so. No, I don't know. Four zero five six five one thirty four thirty nine. I guess we'll get to uh, some of those texts coming up next. Which actually, uh, we got to give away two more tickets. Zach just uh, won a couple tickets to the OU men's hoops game tonight. That's seven p.m. against Sam Houston. They play at the uh, Lloyd Noble Center later on tonight. Just Texas OU basketball. First person to Texas OU basketball is going to get two tickets tonight. But please, if you're going to text in, actually go to the game if you win the tickets. Yeah. Show up. How was the post game after? after uh... well, that's what I just was saying earlier. Is it was like 90 minutes in, and I said, uh, "Wow, the calls have been pretty tame tonight." And then they lit up after that. They, it's like everyone took that as a challenge or something. <laughs> Oh, boy. Well, um, I guess we'll just uh, see how this thing rolls today. I'm sure we'll get plenty of text messages coming in, 651-3439. Somehow you're an eight-point favorite over West Virginia. I know they lost by 17 to the same Iowa State team that we were making fun of last week, but you're going on the road, which feels like it's going to be a really difficult game for the way that you're playing, and OU is an eight-point favorite over those guys. Okay. Here's the th- here's the thing. All right. Here's the thing. We were we were bad on defense. We were okay at best on offense. We penalized ourselves too much. We turned it over four times. Special teams was crap. And we lost the game by 3. It's about as bad as we could play or have played as a team, and we lost by three. Yeah. So that's why you're an eight-point favorite against West Virginia. Yeah, and I know that this is not the point that you're trying to make. Uh, I see the point that you're trying to make, but I would uh, like less games where we're saying, well, they played as bad as they possibly could and only lost by three. How about you don't play as bad as you possibly can? I've seen it about four times this year. Yep. They just cannot sustain momentum, dude. It's amazing. Like, just when you think, all right, it, they got the momentum. Oh, he's about to take over this football game. No, nope, throw a pick. 
give up a uh, fourth and seven on your end of the field. It's just – it was always something on Saturday. It was very, very frustrating. And, you know, that in no way was more embarrassing than the TCU or Texas loss. And I'm not even sure if it was as embarrassing as the Kansas State loss, though the, the loss seems pretty similar to that one. I think that one's, at the end of the year, you're going to look back and maybe that one's going to sting the most. And I think it probably should because you still had an opportunity to win out, finish 9-3, and three, get to uh, 10 wins uh, with the win in a bowl game. Like, winning on Saturday just changes so much, man, and you should have won that game. I think you probably are a better football team up and down than Baylor, and you just you wasted what would have been a great opportunity the rest of the year. Right. Yeah. It's frustrating. I don't know. Well, let's hear from everyone else after this timeout. Start taking some text messages and see what's cracking out there. Quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hanging out at Newcastle Casino today. I'm 44 at 107. Hanging out at the Front Row Sports Bar. They've got happy hour every single day, 3 to 6, with some great deals going, plus tons of great promotions throughout the casino. We'll be back. Football. You love it. We love it. You live it. We live it. You need it, we got it. Nobody covers college football better. The Rush, right here on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno is family-owned and operated, and they take pride in providing a no-pressure, friendly sales process with excellent service. Now you can't beat that. Be sure to check out the lineups for Buick and GMC and get top dollar for your trade. So take a little drive to big savings. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in El Reno, or dorsey-jonesbuickgmc.com. to stay hot this November is at Riverwind. With so many ways to win on over 2,800 of your favorite games. With some of the best dining and drink options around. It's easy to see why we're OKC's number one casino. It's time to come to Riverwind. Are you looking for the kind of OU apparel you can wear at work or dress-up events? The Jimmy Austin Pro Shop carries the best brands like Tommy Bahama, Peter Millar, Travis Matthew, Footjoy, Greg Norman, Polo, and most recently the popular Lululemon clothing line. Open seven days a week. It's the best shop around whether you're a golfer or not. If you need corporate special orders, they can do that too. Come out and shop or call the Pro Shop at the Jimmy Austin OU Golf Club at 405-325-6716. Hey Sooner fans, come find your next dream home here at Titan Factory Direct, the number one retailer in Oklahoma, with homes starting as low as $59.9. We have a wide variety of floor plans and prices that can't be beat. And for a limited time only, our factory has agreed to build a three or four bed, two bath version of our most popular 28 by 56 double wide for only $99.9. That includes our delivery and setup, central heat and air, and standard champion 10 year structure warranty and seven year protection plan. Come by and ask for Joe to see and I'll make you a deal that can't be beat. Boomer Sooner. We know you have a lot riding on your shoulders. You got mouths to feed, you've got bills to pay, and the last thing you wanted was that car wreck and an insurance claim. But at West Yalagosny, we can help. At your free consultation, we'll put a plan together just for you to get you right back on track. And if you've been injured, we'll help you with your property damage, your car, your bike, your truck, boat, whatever, absolutely free. So don't wait. Call or text West Yalagosny, 405-800-8080. It's 405-800-8080. West Yalagosny. We're different kind of lawyers. 
Are you frustrated with rising insurance costs or confused about your insurance coverage? At Rightway Insurance, each one of their clients is given a dedicated team of experts that work with you to address all of your insurance concerns. They are an independent insurance company that offers personal and business coverage. Rightway Insurance, 405-607-6014. Or request a free online quote at rightwayinsurance.com. That's Rightway Insurance at 405-607-6014. Hi, everyone. Al Roker here. As a guy with his own catchphrase, I appreciate that after 75 years, Smokey's only said, Only you can prevent wildfires. But I'm filling in because there's a lot more to report. Like when it's dry or windy. Be careful burning yard waste, because wildfires can even start in your neck of the woods. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ed Council. Sooner fans, the 2022-2023 women's basketball season is right around the corner, and season tickets are available for as low as $120. Come see head coach Ginny Bronchek and the Oklahoma Sooners basketball team all season long. Visit Soonersports.com or call 405-325-2424 to secure your seat and support the Sooners at the Lloyd Noble Center this season. Boomer Sooner. It is a Reaction Monday on the Rush. Send your thoughts to the Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439, which, by the way, appreciate Air Comfort Solutions for giving us uh, four tickets to the OU Men's Hoops game tonight to uh, give away to a couple of our lucky listeners. But let's get to the text line. Let's see what everyone has to say. Uh, what? Let's, th- here's the first one. What do you think the reason is for Ethan Downs being an absolute not on a log. Straight up blocking dummy. Get that boy in some yoga classes as well. He's looking very stiff. That's from Crypto Sooner. Well, I think that Ethan Downs is suffering and struggling from the same thing that the other 10 guys out there on the field are. They don't know what they're doing. Don't know where to line up. Don't know the responsibility. And I'm not talking about, I. you have to know with 100% certainty exactly what you're doing on that play, with that formation, with that down and distance, with your play call. There cannot be any guessing. Everyone, it's Everyone's too good. You can't line up and wing it in college football. And we've got a lot of guys lining up and winging it. And when that happens, you play with awful technique because you're not sure of yourself. And, you know, you're playing an entire game with someone's helmet buried in your chest. So Yeah, they cannot get off a block, can they? It's the same thing oh for, for downs and grimes and backers and secondary. I mean, there's no reason to point at any one person individually. It's a it's a total group effort. Um, simple question. Maybe it's not as simple of an answer, but why are they consistently lining up wrong this deep into the season? How how is how is that the case? I don't know. I mean, it's not easy. It's it 
it seems like it's a uh, a very simple thing to do. It's not. I mean, it's hard, but you know, you've got to find a way to do it. You got to figure it out. You've got to spend extra time. You've got to draw it on baseboards. You've got you got to draw it on you know, your paperwork. You got to do whatever you can. Can you hear me? Why am I cutting out? I have no idea why that was happening. I don't know if that was my end or your end or what was going on. It's almost like my mic is going bad. Huh. Interesting. All right. Well, hopefully we can get uh, your uh, headset resolved. Maybe just switch headsets. Maybe uh, maybe that's the fix out there at the Newcastle Casino. Okay. Can, can you, you hear me now? You, you, yes. You sound. You, well, I, hey, pl- I plugged it into a different port, but I don't you, know. You definitely we'll sound see. better than this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to mix that in from time to time today just to, you know. Give people a little bit of a laugh during all of these serious conversations. Oh, that's amazing. Little Mike Lee. He, and he did throw in a fat little girlfriend's uh, on Saturday that, night Now, that well. I heard. <laughs> I'm, uh, fat little girlfriend's. I'll tell you, though, I've always laughed at it. That little bout actually makes me scared for the guy. Yeah, your headset is not Uh-oh. in a good place right now. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I have no idea. No idea what's going on with Teddy's headset. We'll get it fixed, though. Surely. Hopefully. Joe from Norman says, I think the offense should take more blame. Dylan Gabriel was not good. The offense was worse than okay. 53 yards passing in the second half. Defense was constantly being put in bad situations. Both sides were bad. I just think this falls on the offense. How about running the ball like Baylor did? When Gabriel isn't on, just run the ball. Joe, that, that's basically what we were saying last segment, and I totally agree with it, is this is a team loss more than it is a loss on the defense. And we're not trying to say that the, we thought the defense played better than what some people think. No way. They, like The defense played bad. They had their opportunities to get off the field on Saturday late in the game and give it back to the offense with a chance to win the thing. No one here, I promise you, is trying to say that the defense played better than what everyone else thinks. But sure, the offense, three turnovers. Baylor's, I'm not telling you Baylor's some great team, but Baylor's still in contention for the Big 12 title game. You can't turn over three times against those guys. No way. And you have the situation right before half that we talk about that takes three points off the board. Yes, like the defense deserves blame. But as we said, the offense deserves blame as well. It, it Just as much, if not more, blame. I agree. 35 points should be enough to win the game. I agree, and I get that point. But the point is, and really for the second consecutive week, the offense left a lot of plays and a lot of points out there. Yeah. Well, you know, um, it is – it's just going to have to be a work in progress this year, unfortunately. Um, you know, I think the offensive line has gotten better. Uh, I think that, you know, I think Gabriel's looked really good in, in some in some stretches, but there's also some inconsistencies that tend to show up really out of nowhere and kind of no rhyme or reason. When we started the second quarter, he, he – he got out of rhythm quickly. I don't know. I don't know what was going on there, but as soon as we made the turn and had the wind at our back, he was selling some throws. Oh and, yeah, and you know lost that rhythm and and never fully gained it back. And he made some nice plays and used his legs really well. But 
I don't know. He had it's, some of those um, bad misses that we were talking about early, early in the year. And he didn't yeah. have those against Kansas or Iowa State. Maybe it's because he had a clean pocket the entire game, right? Yeah. Um, but when he doesn't have a clean pocket, he's, he's very prone to some bad misses. Um, let's see. Let, let's get to a few texts here. Um, it's confirmed Teddy is joining the coaching staff. He's already breaking headsets. Um, <laughs> I, think our, I think our defense headsets cut out too. That might be the problem. Yeah. yeah, lining up issues shouldn't be happening this far into the season. No one's going to disagree with that one. That should yeah. not be the case. Yeah, I don't know. It's, you know, it, it's it's tough. I, I, ba- I go back and forth between it's absolutely inexcusable and, you know, trying to, trying to allow – these guys some time i mean it's tough there's a lot of those kids out there that have have learned two defenses in two years you know your your true sophomore guys that are out there starting and playing downs and and stutzman and uh bowman and some of those guys had to go through learn an entire new defense as a freshman you're you're pressing just to get that done, and then you're you're tasked with learning an entirely new system in in year two. That's not easy to do. You know, I I just I think back to whenever I came in as a player, I was lucky enough to come in with guys who were in year two of learning something, right, and and being able to to learn that and have the same continuity. Every single year. Now we did a di- we did some different things, and we'd add and subtract and and call things something different. But you know, the ability to run the same scheme for a consistent amount of time is it's a massive advantage. And right now, the guys on the team have not had that. Not very many of them. Some of them have, you know, were able to to stay in that last scheme for an extended amount of time, but. I don't know. It's you feel like this deep in we would we would be a little bit better, a little bit more organized, getting lined up and being ready to yeah. play. Uh, what about the play where we tackle the Baylor running back for a big loss? We're going to force a field goal. Only Isaiah Coe decides to grab the guy's helmet and pull it off of his head. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's terrible. Add it to the list. It's a bad one. I mean, it's well about, after the play too. Well after. How about in in the the fourth quarter? Whenever we make the decision to punt it on fourth and four, and our punter, who's one of the best, maybe the best in the country, punts it into the freaking end zone. The one thing that you don't do. That's it. Yep. Don't punt the ball in the end zone. Put it down at the 15 for all I care. I'd, I'd rather you put it at the 15 than in the end zone. That's, that's I'd 10 massive yards. Put it at the 19 than in the end zone. Just don't put it in the end zone. I know. Incredible. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's not nobody. Nobody is should have walked off the field and felt like they they played well. Well, Anton Harrison did, and he continues to. Unfortunately, he's playing himself right into the. I was about to say enjoy these last few games of him playing (laughs) on the offensive line because it'd be nice if you were to if he were to come back next year. But I feel that we could be having a. I don't know. Interesting conversations about the offensive line uh, going into next year. But 
I guess we'll talk about that when, when the time comes. I'll tell you who was excellent on Saturday. You in the pregame intro video. How about oh that? Oh, my God. We got Baker. We got a Superman. Oh, everyone just went crazy. Yeah, That was all you in the intro video. I thought that you were just going to be a part of the intro video. That was like all you. Big yeah. star, Teddy. Unbelievable. Well, hopefully it never happens again. Um, we lost. Maybe we can put that behind us. And all right, we've done that. Now we can be on to something else, right? I just love that you were so embarrassed. I knew how embarrassed you were and how much you were cringing up there in the radio booth while that was playing. It's true. I felt it. I felt it all the way down in Section 10. Chase in Orange County says, can we just make it Eric Gray Day on this Monday or an official drinking day? Chase in Orange County texts the show every single day. He, he, He doesn't miss a day. And he sat right behind us at the game on Saturday, just totally, totally random. Sat right behind us at the game. He even called the long Marvin Mims touchdown on one of the few highlights of the day. Yeah. Well. And they should have done that more, by the way. Just keep throwing it to 17. Did they throw it to him in the second half? Like maybe once or uh, twice? Yeah, we missed him deep once. Was that Maybe that was second quarter. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Not sure if they did or not, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure they have their reasons as to why they didn't. I don't know what they are, but I don't know. This uh, this won't surprise you whatsoever, but Roof, uh, more than anyone, is taking a lot of arrows today on the text line. Taking a lot yeah. today. What's the what's the common thread? Uh, he doesn't know how to call a defense and is not a very good defensive coordinator, basically. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know. What if it's not him calling it? Is it not? Is it, I don't know. Is it Venables? I don't know. That's what I'm asking, though. What if it is? Uh, well, then the anger and the blame needs to be placed elsewhere. <laughs> and I and I say, regardless, I mean, it, it. Like Ted Roof doesn't need to be the only one taking arrows for the way that Saturday played out. Right. Yeah. Well. Uh, <sighs> I don't know. I don't know where the blame falls. I am. I'm. I'm different than ninety-nine percent of the people out there. Most people will look at all of that and blame all of the coaches. I am a believer in personal responsibility, and I believe that the coach gives you the game plan. The coach has installed the, the defenses. The coach has given you a week of, of what they think is going to happen out there and how to adjust to it and how to line up. I believe that is ultimately 100% on the players to go out there and know what they're doing and accomplish that task. So that's where I always lie. And, you know, it's, it's the push and pull. I know there's always got to be a finger to point somewhere. I don't know where it is necessarily, but that's usually where I lie. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hour number one rolls on. Keep hitting the text line. We'll get to as many as we can. 651-3439. Hanging out Newcastle Casino, I-44, exit 107. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439.
Holy hail damage! Are you or your loved ones looking for a trustworthy and affordable roofing company after the storms? Look no further than Elite Roofing Systems, a sooner-born, sooner-bred, locally-owned roofing company. Elite Roofing has been helping homeowners and commercial property owners across the greater OKC area get beautiful, functional roofing systems at reasonable rates. Call Craig Cox and the team at Elite Roofing Systems today at 405-361-3094 for a free evaluation and estimate today. Ever wonder why someone would leave the roads they know for places they don't? Maybe a better question is, what are you waiting for? Pacifico is brewed for those who follow their own path. That's living life anchors up. Pizza Hut stuffed crust is the crust that made crust good. Topped and stuffed with over a half pound of cheese. What are you so afraid of? Loving it? Original stuffed crust, only from Pizza Hut. Ask or click for a limited time offer. Extra charge for more than one topping and extra cheese. Wake up with Toby Rowland. Not much to talk about, but we'll figure out a way to cobble our way through three hours. And TJ Perry. <laughs> what a bomb. <laughs> what a complete bomb. The T-Row in the morning show. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. The entirety of TJ know. and I's communication <laughs> when we're not on this show is me sending him stupid <laughs> Instagram reels. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. Today's sweater. That's all we ever talk about <laughs> is stupid Instagram reels. It's basically like this show. Uh-huh. It's just stupid things nothing else. that just randomly pop up. There's nothing else. That or before the show starts, you'll send me how many seconds of oh, the yeah. sound drops you're going to play. Every 50, text 50 I've ever seconds, sent to TJ says seconds. 45 seconds, 52 seconds, <laughs> a minute five. T-Row and TJ, weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. on the home of Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. Tyler McComas here, and if you're like me and you love to bowl, Sooner Bowling Center has made it even easier for you and your family to bowl. Visit SoonerBowl.com and skip the line to make online reservations. You can reserve your lanes, book a group party, or birthday party all by just visiting them online. Great food from the Spare Time Grill, bowling, and the newest patio in town. Sooner Bowling Center is great for the entire family. 550 24th Avenue Northwest or visit SoonerBowl.com. My name is Dee and I dream big. I need a good job to get what I want, so I signed up for DRS Transition. Are you a teen with a disability? Get free career counseling. Work experience. And a paycheck. DRS Transition helped us get ready for life. Dream big. Dream big. Contact Oklahoma Department of Rehabilitation Services, 800-487-4042 or okdrs.gov. Hey y'all, I'm Blake Shelton. I love that country music connects people all over this great nation, but unfortunately so does something else, childhood hunger. 15 million children struggle with hunger in America. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks works to rescue our surplus food to help provide billions of meals to families in need across the country. Join the fight against hunger at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hello, this is Terry Saxon, broker owner of Saxon Realty Group. My $8.99 listing fee is saving sellers thousands in listing commissions. There's no need to pay unnecessary listing fees when I can give you the same full service and sell your home just as fast. Don't just settle on any realtor to sell your home and don't assume your friend slash realtor is giving you the best deal. My $8.99 listing fee is a game changer. I'm one of the top five realtors in Cleveland County and top one third of all Oklahoma City metro area. Call me today at 405-361-3380 
visit my website at saxonrealtygroup.com. It's a pretty short story for us offensively. Three turnovers, fourth down, non-conversion. That's four series in the first half where, you know, you put defense in a bad position and we get no points. So that's, at the end of it, that, that's the story. Again, the, the four series in the first half is, is why we're sitting here right now the way we are. Reaction Monday on the rush, Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, Mike Brooks put out a very interesting stat on Saturday night. 35 points is not enough. When OU scores 35 points or more, the Sooners are 387-12. and 12. That's a 97% win rate uh, over the course of program history. Of the 131 FBS football teams, only five FBS teams lost this past Saturday that scored 35 points or more, and the Sooners were one of them. But historically, mm. 35 points or more has netted OU a 97% win rate. That didn't happen on Saturday, and it's really frustrating to see some of the numbers from Baylor. Um, I mean, th there were multiple times during the game where you look up and it's like, dang, OU's got 100 more total yards than Baylor does. They didn't end up yeah. with 100 more yards, but they definitely ended up with more yardage. And even Blake Shapin just had 132 yards in the air on Saturday. You still lost. And if you don't have a running back that takes a knee, you probably lose that game by 10 points instead of just three. So, uh, um, all around, all of, it, uh, all of it is really, really frustrating. And again, a defense that's just struggles to stop the run. What are they giving up? 39.7 points per game in Big 12 play right now. That's bad. I mean, it's just really, really bad. And I don't know at this point what's, what this defense does well. What, what, what does this defense do well? They don't stop the run. They are, I guess, getting better defending the pass. I, I guess you can give them that. But they are really they, – they were the worst team in the league coming in on Saturday against the run. And I, I'm sure that they're still the same thing now. They're still probably last in the conference against the run after Baylor just gashed them, especially uh, in the second half. We'll get uh, Teddy back here momentarily. He's at the Newcastle Casino. So keep lighting us up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. Peyton says, I'm sorry, but anyone blaming the coaches are just wrong. I can guarantee you that none of the coaching points are telling these kids to do what they are doing. They were 1 of 11 at halftime on third down and were up by three points. I was—I um, don't know if anyone else was surprised by it, but I was surprised when I looked at the final numbers after the game and said, "Wait, Baylor had that—that that was Baylor's third down conversions today. It felt like they were about ten of eleven on third downs. They actually weren't great, but they were three for three on fourth downs. And I remember all four—or excuse me, all three of those fourth down conversions being massive in the game, including that fourth and one Crucial. early in the fourth quarter. Crucial, very, very crucial." Tough to get off the field. You know, it's hard, man. I when people go for it on fourth down that often, that is uh that makes it really difficult. Four plays to go ten changes things quite a bit, especially whenever they'll do it anywhere on the field. Not making an excuse, just pointing out a reality. Yeah. Uh and give it up to Aranda that he sticks with that no matter what, no matter who they're playing, no matter home or, or away. He's notorious for that, takes the emotion out of it, just goes to what the sheet uh, says for him, and uh, off they go. 
who uh, the failed fourth and one that OU had, massive play in the game in the Wildcat. Marcus Majors in there. Would rather have Eric Gray or uh, Braden Willis in there, but whatever. Was that on Marcus Major? Was there a room for a big play on that fourth and one? There's more than enough room for a first down. Yeah. Yep. Kind of felt that way. Yep. And he really There's... just got tripped up by, like, somebody, like, just getting their hand in on his, on his like, ankle or something. Yeah. I, 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 I would hope that he would be, I don't know, a little bit stronger than that on a fourth and one play. Yeah, you just got to go downhill. You got to go a little bit quicker. Fourth and one on, on, uh, on, on that play. Given the the room that we had, yeah, it one hundred percent should have been a, a conversion. Absolutely. Just add that to the list of, of frustrating points. Text line says Dylan Gabriel didn't play well, but I just keep thinking where the offense would be if he wasn't here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's so interesting. You know, I feel like you should, you should always have, you should always strive to have the, the actual product be better than the sum of all the parts, if that makes sense. Sure. We've got good skill position guys we've got an excellent running back in gray we we got what i think to be uh, a really really solid quarterback in dylan gabriel we've got an offensive line that has improved throughout the season and is wound up being what i consider to be a, a really strong unit but it doesn't feel like as an offense we function better than the sum of all the parts if that makes sense right it feels like we should be able to be a little bit better than what we actually are maybe a lot a bit better and i don't know i don't know what that is that's really holding that back i mean like some of the stuff is you know frankly to to be a little bit unlucky like some of those tip passes that turned into interceptions like you know that's that's hard to just you know, blame anyone necessarily for those, but just still can't happen. I mean, that's just that's just how it goes. I don't know. I don't have much of an answer for I, that. Look, I, I like Dylan Gabriel. Um, I, I think he is a very good college quarterback. I don't think he's a great college quarterback, but I, I definitely think he's a really he's a good, very good player. And I'm sure that this goes for most college quarterbacks. When the situation is 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 perfect, when he's got a clean pocket to throw to, I, I think he's really good. Um, but man, if you face a defensive line that can make some plays, give it to your offensive line a little bit and cave things in up front, he, um, he kind of gets average really quick at times. Yeah. Yeah. But it's at random times. Yeah. You know, uh, it's very hot and cold with him. The hot is, that's high level play, man. The deep ball he had to Mims was a great ball. Um, in the run game, he, he looked really good on that opening drive. It, but it's so – it's just – it can't be – it has to be one or the other, it feels like. It's either really hot or really cold. And the really cold is he, – he misses pretty, ba- pretty, pretty big time on some throws. Pretty bad throws. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I still feel like it – But he's like far it. from the biggest issue on this team. I mean, obviously. Yeah. yeah. 
just uh, I'm, I'm curious to see what it's going to look like moving forward for next year. You know, i guessing Eric Gray's probably going to be gone. I know Braden Willis is going to be gone. Going to be losing some offensive linemen. I don't know, decision perhaps to be made for Mims. No, there's definitely a decision going to be Parker made for Parker gone. I, we've got uh, we've got some personnel things to uh, to consider moving forward on offense, and I don't know. And I think that's what's make that's what um, where a lot of fans are at today. You know, a couple of days after the game, and you've really thought about it a while. It's like, okay, well, this season is what it is. But I think a lot of people are nervous as to what signs can I point to that next year is going to be a whole lot better. And I'm not telling you not to be optimistic. You can definitely be optimistic, but who are the guys coming back? Who are the guys coming in? What can we point towards to say, well, year two is going to be a lot better than this season? I think that's where a lot of fans are at, and it makes a lot of people nervous to think about that. Yeah. I don't know, and maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong for this, but I expect, like, is for defense especially, I expect a lot of the guys that are out there that are going to be back next year to to have some some massive growth. And maybe that's expecting too much. Maybe I shouldn't do that. Maybe people are going to tell me I'm dumb for doing that. But we have good players. I refuse to believe that all the four stars that we have stacked over there on that sideline are all just all happen to be misses. I don't think that's the case at all. I think we have good players. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Our number one of the rush rolls on next. Stay tuned. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24 7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405 651 3439. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno is family owned and operated, and they take pride in providing a no pressure, friendly sales process with excellent service. Now you can't beat that. Be sure to check out the lineups for Buick and GMC and get top dollar for your trade. So take a little drive to big savings. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in El Reno, or dorsey-jonesbuickgmc.com. Beats and Bites is back at Riverwind. And this time it's for Bedlam, presented by Phillips 66. So don't miss the Eli Young Band. Special guest Wade Bowen. Plus all of your favorite food trucks. The night before Bedlam, November 18th. Tickets are just $5 at riverwind.com or at the box office. Do you or your loved ones need health insurance? Call the insurance experts at Allison Insurance. Bob and Robert Allison have over 75 years of combined experience and their team wants to ensure you that they have the healthcare solutions to fit your needs. Call 405-745-2968 and they can help you with Medicare supplements, your HSA, and more. Get the best insurance for you and your family by calling Allison Insurance today at 405-745-2968. Are you looking out the back window and you see missing panels on your fence? Perhaps your fence is leaning over or being held up by a 2x4. It's time to call Van Hoos Fence, the metro area's premier residential and commercial fence company. Van Hoos delivers professional craftsmanship at an affordable price. 
from custom orders to prefabricated products. Van Hoos does it all. Call them today, 405-735-1167, or see their work on vhfence.com. Caring for an aged loved one can be challenging. Let us help your family. At Arbor House Assisted Living and Memory Care in Norman, we offer a safe and loving environment with a full-time licensed nurse, medication assistance, emergency call system, along with housekeeping and laundry services. Come tour our beautiful community. Call 405-292-9200 or visit us online at arborhouseliving.com. We want to help your family so you can be part of ours. I'm Ben Affleck, and I want to thank you for joining me and supporting Paralyzed Veterans of America. I joined the Navy to serve my country while parachuting with my platoon. My parachute didn't open, and I broke my neck. Thanks to PVA, Paralyzed Veterans are getting specialized medical care and treatments, the jobs they want, and the accessible vehicles and homes they need. I just don't think my family would be as happy as they are without the support that I received from Paralyzed Veterans of America. Learn more at pva.org. Do you need legal help? Make the right call and choose TTSB Law to help you. A winning law firm, local in Norman, Tally Turner Spice Burtman, have experienced attorneys that will provide you the best representation possible. Whether you are facing a criminal charge, going through a divorce, dealing with family estate issues, or need help for your business, we are here to protect you. Call us at 405-364-8300 or visit our website, ttsblaw.com. You're never completely ready to adopt a teen. For late nights writing English papers. For your teen's music taste. For dinners, where they talk more on their phone than with you. For the first time, they call you mom. You're never completely ready to adopt a teen, and you can't imagine the reward. To learn more about adopting a teen, visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Since 1964, Oklahoma Electric Cooperative has sent high school juniors to our nation's capital to join thousands of other high schoolers on Youth Tour, a program sponsored by America's Electric Co-ops. There they tour the nation's capital, have meaningful conversations with our elected officials, and compete for scholarships and greater opportunities. OEC's Youth Tour Contest is open now. Learn more and apply at www.okcoop.org slash youthtour. OEC, the power of connection. Day one, the hardest day. The day you hear. This is a type of blood cancer. But day one is just one day. At the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, we are here to help you move past day one. On day 45, I discovered an online community who shared great tips for in-treatment care. I missed a lot of school during treatment, and LLS helped me keep up. To learn more and get help on day two, day 28, or any day, please visit LLS.org or call 1-800-955-4572. Cavens Construction bringing you this hour of the rush. CavensConstruction.com. Sean on the Air Comfort Solutions text line says, Thank you, Ted. We do have good players. There are many reasons for struggling. You've mentioned some, and I'm prepared to believe that, but it's not because we don't have good players. That's true. Oh, at least that's what I, I think. I think there's good players out there. Definitely better than what they're showing, for sure. Yeah, I'm not trying to tell you that we've had a number one recruiting class 
you know, over the last four years. But we've recruited a hell of a lot better than Baylor has. Heck of a lot better than Kansas State has. And beat those guys. You know, I better than TCU has. Although they've got some uh, fantastic players offensively. Yes, they do. Uh, I, I just I don't think everyone always wants to say we've got to get more talent. We got to get. I don't think that's the case. I you don't just ship everyone else out and and ship in. New guys. Now, there's obviously you got to make some, you got to supplement your roster without a doubt, but you've got to get the guys that are there that are talented playing to the best of their ability. There won't uh, be 11 ability. new starters next year, regardless if it's better or right. worse or what it is. That's right. Yep. All right. Quick timeout. Hour number two of the rush coming up next. 1400 AM, KREF, Norman, Moore, Oklahoma City, and 99.3 FM, K257 DA, the Ref Sports Radio Network. Sports radio icon Mike Steely. You know, you may not think he's smart, but he is. And 247 Sports Parker Thune. This dude is just drama.